Hey Joy Tribe, welcome back to the Joy Tribe podcast. I am so excited because today we are chatting with Whitney Runyon. She is one of the co-founders of the Archibald Project, which is an amazing organization that we are so excited to get to help support. Um, And I can't wait for you guys to get to hear her heart and hear a little bit about this awesome organization. So Whitney, welcome. Hey, thanks. Yeah, so... I know. It's great. It's so, it is crazy. I've been on a couple and it's weird to like answer people's questions instead of being the one asking them. So yeah, I yeah, totally get it. You're doing a great job intro. I like your intro. Oh, thanks. It's, it's nice. The intros are always like, I always feel so awkward when I do the intro because you don't want to sound like staged, but you got to like preference what's coming. Well, but you did, you did a great oh. job. Oh, well, well, thanks. Thanks. I so appreciate <laughs> it. But I wanted to share with you really quick how I actually came across the Archibald Project because oh, yeah. it was actually through social media. And it always is so crazy to me how God like uses social media to like bring yeah. people together that you would just never imagine. And I was actually doing a collaboration with a, a girl named Kimberly Voris in her um, handles yesterday and forever and she's an amazing um, foster mom she's adopted a couple kiddos and she chose you guys to be the charity that um, her followers joy went to and so yeah so that's actually how I know it's just crazy and if we know when I was collaborating with her that was probably I don't know six months ago like if you had told me I'd be sitting here chatting with you six months later I'd have been like that's crazy but here we are yeah, wow, so you guys are having a huge impact on your followers, and they oh, love this organization. All Jesus, all Jesus. Yes. We just do what he says, tells us to do. I totally, totally agree. So real quick, if you just want to start off by um, letting us know a little bit, what is the Archibald Project? Uh, so in a nutshell, uh, the Archibald Project is an orphan care advocacy organization, and we media to tell stories and our stories advocate for orphans educate on orphan care build community and inspire people into action and because the Archibald Project exists fewer children are called orphans I love that that is so that's so great it's so crazy how much a story can impact people and and encourage them into action and I love that that's how you guys are coming at the orphan crisis Yeah, so how did, what made you guys start the Archibald Project? What's the story? Well, it's actually one of my favorite stories. Okay. Um, So I was a wedding photographer, and my husband was an airline pilot. And he's not old, he's our age. (laughs) People always think he's like 50 when I say my husband was an airline pilot. Um, But I just really sensed from the Lord that something was coming and I didn't know what it was uh I felt like that it had to do with photography and just serving the Lord in another way besides photographing weddings right and so I felt God tell me to email an old friend I hadn't talked to her in like eight years and ask if I could photograph her two-year-old daughter and so I did and it was kind of awkward and she said yes (laughs) and so I drove to Houston and I was on the photo shoot and I just kept praying and I was like, Lord, why am I here? What, why am I doing this photo shoot for free? Um, couldn't really figure out the purpose. And then I was just like, okay, well maybe I'm supposed to give, just bless this family with free 
photos. Right. And then at the very, very end, we're about to split ways. I asked the mom if they were going to have more children. And she looked at me and was like, oh, well, you know, and she was kind of shy about it. And she goes, well, we're actually in the process of adopting. And that was like my cloud part. I felt the Holy Spirit say, you're supposed to go with them and photograph their adoption. Wow. And I looked at the mom and I was like, I think I'm supposed to go to Bulgaria with you and photograph your adoption. <laughs> she was like, uh. I, she was probably like, what in the world? Right. She's like, who is this girl? <laughs> um, but she was like, well, let me talk to my husband. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me talk to my husband, too. <laughs> chills curious how you got the name but I love that story and the biggest thing that that just yeah, speaks uh, yeah the biggest thing that just speaks into me is like the words obedience and how you were obedient to the Lord calling you to a situation that felt kind of awkward to you and you were obedient and went and it and it turned into this amazing organization and that's just such like a reminder like Sometimes we're called to do things that feel awkward and feel uncomfortable, but if you hadn't stepped out in obedience, like, the Archibald Project may not exist. Like, can you even imagine that? Like, if you hadn't gone, the Archibald Project may not be today. Totally. Absolutely. And that has been, like, my biggest prayer my whole life. I had this big um, charismatic come-to-Jesus moment in college, and ever since then, my prayer was, Lord, do whatever you want with me. Like, I will go wherever you want to go. And in my vision, it was to, like, some super unknown, underdeveloped country working with indigenous people. And the Lord had a different idea. And we are so humbled because we thought this would be, like, a two-year adventure. And then we would stop. And we never imagined we would take salaries from it or raise money or have employees like it's just crazy what God has turned it into that is it is so crazy how he works and it's so awesome to 
to get to watch from the outside and hear your story and see where you are now. Um, and that just makes me even more excited to help send Joy your way. And um, what's the best way oh, for people to get involved with the Archibald Project? How, you know, how can they donate? What's some of the ways that they can help keep this dream going? Yeah, yeah, we have a few ways. Um, we have a Weddings That Change the World program where anybody involved in the wedding, it started as wedding photographers, mm-hmm. um, but now it's broadened up to wedding videographers, florists, cake bakers, really anybody. The whole idea is we want to give people in the wedding industry a way to partner with ending the orphan crisis uh-huh. so that when they meet with couples, um, they can show this book we've made and it's like, hey, if you book me as your wedding photographer or wedding videographer or florist, um, a, a percentage of what you pay me for your wedding service, I donate to the Archibald Project and they are helping to end the orphan crisis. Oh, I so love that. Really cool yeah. Yeah, it's been really cool to see how people, because then it's not just it's not just the donors and the people that are on social media, it's brides and grooms that we would never have met ever if it hadn't been for the people in the wedding industry. And because I was a wedding photographer, that's kind of near and dear to my heart, which is a cool way to incorporate the wedding industry. Right. Um, Which, I mean, I love that so much because that's so similar to like what we do is if you purchase with us, then you also get to in turn send joy to the Archibald Project or any other um organization so i i love love that's one way that you guys are raising awareness yeah it's it's crazy it's just this whole idea of people i think like you're on like everyone's everybody wants to be a part of something bigger than themselves right what you guys are doing too it's just it's so wonderful to see how people are like yeah uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna support this organization because they're giving back to other people and that's a cool way to yeah support or use my clothing to support right people, which is cool yeah I didn't know I didn't know about your wedding um I didn't know about all that that's really cool so they can do that and then there's also they can just donate right yeah we have donations so we are about to roll out a new sponsorship program um I guess I can tell you guys um <laughs> uh, it's because we're a media team we are starting to use the words producers uh-huh. because really if you donate to the Archibald Project not only are you a donor and a supporter, you're a producer. Like, you are producing the media that we are shooting. Yes. Um, and so there's going to be an executive director, or an executive producer, producer, associate producer um, kind of platform that people can decide what level they want to really join in at the media production. Okay, so it's like a level um, of donation. Then, Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yep. yep. Yeah, and we're about to release some new shirts and water bottles and coffee mugs. And then we have, um, we're going to have a really cool way we're working with our team right now of how to actually get people physically involved. Mm -hmm. Um, But that probably won't roll out for a little bit longer. But we're always looking for volunteer storytellers. If people want to, you know, send us their resume or their portfolio they can do that via our website. And then if we have a story that comes up that we can't cover, whether it's in America or another country, we might reach out to a volunteer photographer or videographer and see uh, if we could possibly partner together. Yeah, that's awesome. 
I love that you guys have so many different avenues and so many different ways that people can get involved. I think it's so great to have like options for everybody. Um, And you and I just recently did a collaboration on Instagram. And so you have a coupon code with us, which is Whitney 15, Whitney all capital. And so if people purchase with us using your coupon code, then we automatically will send joy to the Archibald project, which we're super excited about. That's so awesome. Um, doing that. That is awesome. We are super excited about it too. Yes. Um, I feel kind of cheesy. I'm actually wearing my sweatshirt. Right I am now. too. <laughs> like I was going to laugh if we had like video Skyped because I had a feeling we might be matching today because I literally <laughs> live in this sweatshirt. <laughs> so. Look at it too. It's so comfortable. Yes. It's so comfortable. My mom ordered one after she touched it. She's like, oh my God. She told me she wanted to order one beforehand, but the, I guess the color she wanted to. Well, yeah, when we did the collab, (laughs) when we did the collaboration with you, we have like completely almost sold out of the gray. And so Uh, I've been trying to reorder it and they're all back ordered, which is crazy to me because it's about to be summer. So I feel like people, you know, I don't know why so many people are ordering sweatshirts, but anyway, (laughs) so it's on back order. So I'm trying to, I know I'm trying to update everybody because everyone, I keep getting messages like, when can we get the gray? And I'm like, it's, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm trying to, to find it. But I mean, it's a great problem to have. So thank you. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) so you guys actually have just started your own family through adoption. And I would so love for you to share your story because I've been following on Instagram and it is a pretty incredible story. So um, it's crazy. <laughs> we, um, in 2015, my husband and I worked with an organization in the Republic of Congo, and we really fell in love with their model of caring for birth families and keeping kids together with their country or keeping kids in the country mm-hmm. rather than international adoption. But they do, they did do international adoption, but that's always the last resort. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Uh, fast forward three years later, the same organization emailed us asking us to come back and document some work for them. And they asked us to be praying for this sibling group of three and, uh, to see like they wanted their parents to come and have a bonding trip with them. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord did some crazy weird stuff in like within a week time. And my husband and I found ourselves sitting on the couch, looking at each other saying, well, are we supposed to be their parents? And it was a scary, scary question because we, we have no children and we are 30, we were 33, 32. I don't remember. 33, 34. And, uh, we ran a nonprofit and we raised our own salaries through our nonprofit and we don't have a lot of money. We have a really small house. We had one car uh, just didn't make sense to then be like, oh yeah, now we're going to adopt three kids at once and they're older and they all have personalities uh-huh. and we're going to do it. But <laughs> <laughs> back to that obedience uh, word we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to that obedience word. <laughs> that scary obedience um, word. <laughs> yeah, and what's so funny is like the Archibald project was really exciting. It was an adventure, you know. It, I got to travel the world with my husband and work with some of the most amazing people in the world. That was exciting. It was really hard. The Archibald Project is really hard work. The adoption question, it wasn't as exciting. It was more terrifying and like, oh my gosh, can we do this? Like, 
this isn't just about us. Like this is three human being, human beings and their, their life. And so again, it, it was more, we went in and the obedience word, I guess came up, but it was a really scary. Yes. And sobering. Yes. And yeah. So we, we did it. (laughs) (laughs) We said, yes. We said Nick took about nine weeks to like pray and see counsel and fast. And, and and so then y'all actually, you go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. He came to me and was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's, let's believe that God is who he says he is and that he's going to care for us and care for our kids. And it doesn't make any sense at all on paper to do it. Um, but let's do it. So we did it. So (laughs) y'all spent. The coolest thing is. (laughs) Sorry. Go for it. I wanted to say this for people because it's, I find it really encouraging. Um, when we announced that we were adopting three kids, Somebody gave us a minivan, like straight up just gave oh us Oh my a gosh. Yeah. And we had no money. Like we like literally don't have money to buy another car. So the fact that somebody, because we only have one little sport, like a little car. Yeah. Somebody gave us a minivan. Our adoption was fully funded within a few months. Mm-hmm. And then we DIY converted our garage to add on another room. And it was all from the Lord. Like, God gave us everything. And we rarely, we didn't really have to ask much. It just, God just, like, poured down on us. And so we took that as another sign of confirmation. Like, yes. wow, God is really right now. That is so awesome. So it's so cool. crazy how when we take that leap of faith and he calls us to do something scary, that 10 times out of 10, he's going to provide for that situation. And yeah. It's, I yeah. love that. So and it's always in ways that you never think, but this way it was exactly that it's yeah. what we were hoping. Yeah. Everything exactly, like, fell into place exactly how you needed. So then you guys spent how many yeah. weeks in the Congo? Um, 32, 33. Wow. <laughs> we were there for seven months. Wow. Yeah, it was really intense. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I can't imagine... Um, you know, we, when I was growing up, we did, my parents were foster parents. They did foster care. And so we had children in and out of our house. And, you know, I was 15, 16 at the time. But just having, you know, older children with, with, I don't want to say the word baggage because I don't like that word, but with the sure. things they've sure. seen and the events, path. yeah, the events of their lives, you know, that's a hard thing to then come in and say, you know, you're safe here. And that's a hard thing for them to just, adjust to so I can only imagine you going into new country you know gaining three children that have you know memories of things they're not infants they're old enough to remember certain things I I just I know that had to be yeah and it probably still is a work in progress very much so it was really hard we I think what we've learned so far in adoption is I think you have to have type kind of like a blind hope or ignorant hope <laughs> to do it. Right. If you knew the realities of how hard it actually is, I don't think anybody would actually do it. Right. And I think the same thing for, for moving over there. We, our oldest son, we were getting some calls from the baby's home that, you know, we really needed, he needed to get out of the baby's home. He needed to, to be in his family. And we were talking and praying and we were like, wait, we can work from anywhere. So why not just go? And we thought ignorantly, we thought, Oh, you know, we've lived in Uganda before and we've traveled the world and we've been to all these countries. 
we've been to Congo. We're totally comfortable outside of our comfort zone. Right. We can do it, no problem. But we didn't take into consideration that we were becoming parents for the first time to three children <laughs> at you... once who had very deep scars. Yeah. We doing it away from all of our friends and family and didn't have any community to, like, help us. That, I mean, um, I, I know that was... So, I'm sure that was so hard. It, it was and it is. It's so yeah. hard. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I totally. I think that it was great for the kids. Yeah, I would never recommend it. I sadly wouldn't recommend it to anybody. <laughs> um, unless, like, the country you have to go and live there. And and even then, I would say, man, that's. That's hard. That's a really hard road to do. Right. Without any support or any person to be there with you. Um, so, yeah, it's been really hard but coming home was really good we came home right before Christmas and it's still been hard but it's also I think sealed a lot of trust that they came with us and they got on the airplane and that they're living here now and they have their own bedroom and things like that I think it's helped show them that we are really yeah and like a sense of normalcy and stuff for them I'm sure yeah Um, that's yeah that's so, so so crazy how one um photo shoot you did for a friend so many years ago led to the Archibald Project, led to an awesome organization, and then led to you finding your three kiddos. I think that's such an awesome um, yeah. testimony to have. Thank you. It is kind of crazy when I – I never really stop and think about it. So thank you for asking <laughs> these questions right now. You're <laughs> welcome. Oh, gosh. It's cool to look back and see how God did that. Yeah. Well – Thank you so much for chatting with us, and um, I hope that this will help kind of get the message out there for you guys, and we can send a bunch of joy to the Archibald Project, and I'm excited to see, with all the new um, things you're telling us about, I'm excited to see how that goes for you guys, and we're definitely going to be praying for you, and we're cheering you on, and um, yeah, and I'm so excited to finally chat with you. I like... I always tell my husband, like, yeah, my Instagram friend, Whitney, or my Instagram friend, whoever. And so it's always fun to actually get to talk to you, like, through our voices and not typing on Instagram. So thank you for that. No, likewise, likewise. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Well, all right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. And go check out the Archibald Project and help us send them some joy.